0: This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob.
1: Welcome to Above Grade, folks. We're glad to have you with us. This is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown & Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry. we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. I can't wait. There's tons of things going on in the world of Columbus in their construction landscape. All right. Well, let's get to it. Yeah. How how are things going now? You know, we're, we're rolling along. Uh, you're really educated. We learned that your wife is super educated, mm-hmm. and uh, so how are things at home? Now, are you starting to you know use your education and wisely get services done in your own home?
2: Well, yeah. Well, just uh, the past couple of weeks, we did kind of a one parter and a two parter on uh, masonry, right? So it inspired me to get somebody out to uh, inspect and clean my chimney, which they did ah. nicely. And he said, but he said there was one thing that I might want to keep my eye on for next spring, and it was uh, to uh, Uh, have my my crown coat it was cracked so i need to have my crown coat painted and he says that it's a this fancy special paint that only people that are licensed can even buy it and Ah. i climb up there and slap it on and uh it's about 500 bucks to get this coat of paint and i you know, I mean, I trust the guy because he wasn't trying to sell me. He even said he couldn't do it. So, but I was, I was wondering what the heck, uh, you know, what kind of can of paint would cost five hundred dollars? Special paint, I guess. Not only
1: someone special can get.
2: That's right. <laughs> but you know, but you know, that's the thing about having uh, a good reference like uh, the people you have here on uh, Above Grade because we know that they're quality uh, 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 people that maybe might even be Nary uh, members who, uh, you know. We can trust and can get get some good uh, information out of.
1: Preferably they are, you know, and that's what we try to bring on here. As a matter of fact, our guest today happens to be all of the above, a trustworthy individual, a Nary member, actually a past president and a past guest on the show.
2: Yes, that is true. I mean, All of
1: those things. <laughs> all the, all there's the. There's even more, and there's
2: more we're going to learn about them. That's do, why we do have you, Can you put a crown coat of uh, paint on my uh, chimney? Well, that that possibly,
0: but I didn't. <laughs> maybe that's that's about. you what need to have access to it first. You need the in, <laughs> but you inside scoop. You want a trustworthy crown coat painter? So. <laughs> I wonder if there's any
2: of that on the black market, you know, or you can get get it on the underground. Hey, if I can undercut somebody for two hundred fifty bucks, hey, I'll do it. You I'll got stay. any crown
0: you coat? Got it, coat. It, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, special page. I don't even know what that
1: is. If you guys don't know, then... We don't know. If we don't know, then you might want to get a second opinion. (laughs) Just a thought. (laughs) Well, hey, the guest we're speaking of, by the way, is Charlie Grozinger. He's with SGO Designer Glass of Columbus, and it's great to have you back.
0: Well, thanks, Bryce. It's fun being back here. Yeah. Always a good
1: time. You and I, just a few weeks ago, were sitting down and we had... Was it breakfast, lunch, or dinner? What was that? I don't even uh, know the yeah, time of day was, we were together. We had breakfast. Breakfast. That's right. That's how we started our day, and uh, we were doing some <laughs> conducting yeah, some <laughs> <I'm glad> some, <laughs> some nary business, and uh, and we got chatting about above grade, and thought it was time to have you come back because there's some really interesting twists we didn't talk about uh, last time you're on. Okay. That I want I want folks to know this about you. You're a special guy, even though you might I not am. know how to do a crown coat.
0: I am special. I don't know. I didn't know that, but okay.
1: <laughs> I think you are, and Grant. And think I don't
0: know about crown coat painting, so yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and you don't need that. But okay. if you were to get that, you'd be more special for get, sure. Get him a deal. Maybe if you even knew what it was, you'd yeah. be more special.
2: I don't. I'm going to Google it, and by the time we're done with the show, I'll at least know what the heck it is. <laughs>
1: I, I hope you're a better Googler than that. Why? My gosh, you're a millennial, right? Yeah. I mean, you I, should be I upgraded, able to fly through. I just through. came
2: from talking to the guy, so I haven't even had a chance. You to... just came from Taco Bell? From talking with the guy. Oh, oh, no. oh, like, oh so j- Sorry. They just left, like, about half an hour you ago. you doing a commercial so, now? Huh? So. Yeah, well, no, I just it was
1: a very millennial thing to do. <laughs> go to Taco, okay, Bell. Go to Taco <laughs> Bell. Google Taco Google, Google something. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> uh, but Charlie is no millennial. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an <in> age, but, <laughs> but, but definitely not... Um, by generation. So, uh, what I wanted folks to know about with you isn't this just that you were past president of Nary, which now you're you're the immediate past president right, which yeah, was two, 2017 president. and 2018 you were the president and man I was 2009 and 2010. Can you yeah. believe that? that was a long long time. Yeah, ago. it was. And um, you also were the president of the Upper Arlington Historical Society.
0: I was that for 7 years, over 7 years. Yeah.
1: And that was something I actually forgot about. And when when we were we were chatting, it came up and I went Wow, that's good stuff for us to be chatting about. Sure. So I want to talk a little bit about the historical nature of Upper Arlington, because we talk an awful lot about Upper Arlington in construction on this program. We've Mm -hmm. had the zoning and building department on the program. And um, I'm just curious how you got involved with, you're from Upper Arlington. I am from
0: Upper Arlington. Yeah. Grew up here.
1: You served seven years as the president. Yep. Were, you, were you part of the Historical Society prior to that?
0: Well, I was on the board for before that for a while. I got on that while I was still on the board of the Upper Arlington Chamber. And I mm-hmm. just went over and became, got involved with the Historical Society. and They asked me to be on the board, and then I turned out to be president. and then
1: It's usually what happens if you're on a board long enough, I, right? It seems to, yeah. Yeah, it happens everywhere.
0: That's, that's what the happens when you hang yes. around
1: long enough. The dust won't settle until you're president. So let's talk about <clears throat> the historical society and, um, what, tell us a little bit about it.
0: The historical society has been around since 1976. Um, but upper Arlington last year just celebrated its hundredth birthday. It was right. incorporated as a village in 1918. And so we were involved in the centennial celebration and all that. So, uh, but, yeah, we're just there to preserve, preserve the history of Upper Arlington. And, um, and we're trying to do a lot more as far as signage around the city goes to recognize different historical places that are in town and uh, do things that—and also increase awareness about the historical society so people can get involved. How, and how is
1: involvement? Are there a lot of people in the community that are involved? Or how many we members have, do you have or board members? Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Well, we try to have about 11 board members, but— uh, I'm not on the board any longer, but, um, and then uh, the number of members fluctuates, but it's, it's a growing, it's probably a couple hundred members by now. But
1: So I, I'm curious because we had Chad Gibson on, you remember that, Greg, he was mm-hmm. with the um, zoning department yeah, for Upper Arlington, you yeah. know Chad well, I'm sure. I know Chad. So obviously they are trying to be very respectful, but they're eager to have growth and development. There's economic growth, which is really important. And, right. and Arlington seems to have really done a tremendous job of growing better than a lot of the communities in the area.
0: Well, Arlington is landlocked, so we don't have a lot of new land. So yeah. they are redeveloping a lot of different places around the city. But we do have our historic district mm-hmm. down south of Lane, between Lane and Fifth. And there are over 800 what they call contributing structures down there, which are older homes that actually are significant to the community. So those are protected. They're not. You can't. They're not protected from being completely destroyed if somebody really wants to. But right. the, You do have to go through a process.
1: Well, and that seems to be the thing in Arlington. You see people going in and they tear a house down so they can build something you know bigger and newer and right. and being in the world of remodeling, I run into it all the time where the right. cost of tearing it down and re- and building new is sometimes more economical than than remodeling it in itself.
0: Uh, The land itself is what's valuable. So they'll come in and take a smaller structure, take it down and put something bigger there.
1: But that's a big no-no in the historic area.
0: Well, there certainly is a lot of pushback when people want to do that because they like to preserve that area down there, the Mm -hmm. uniqueness of the area, because there's so much different architecture and they don't want people coming in and putting new things up next to old things unless they keep with the... Keep with the area.
1: Okay. So it's not impossible. There no, are some guidelines impossible. to build new to look old.
0: Yeah. So this if you yeah, you're not gonna go down there and put up a brand new modern looking structure next to you know the older homes in the mm-hmm. area. Hmm.
2: The thing that I've noticed, uh, just in the neighborhood around here are the uh the trees. You guys have the signs that you pop up in front of the trees that'll say, This is a hundred year old tree. Right. And uh, just some of those little things are, are what I've kind of noticed uh, yeah, that, uh, that have popped up more recently.
0: Yeah, that was part of the centennial also was uh, the uh, finding trees in the area that were around 100 years ago and and putting signings up around those.
2: It's simple things like that that makes you appreciate the, the neighborhood as you're driving around a little bit. Yeah. How do they know? Don't you have to cut into them to count the rings? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: That's too late, right? Oh, uh, yeah. This, it was 100. <laughs> this was 100 years hey, old. No, this more. this one was only 100.
0: 97. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was one of the things they for the centennial. We also, so, the Histori- Historical Society also was involved with the History Walk, which we put up at Northam Park there, which actually tells some of the history of the city. It's by, near the library in Northam. Um, you can go through there and read about all the different, some different aspects of the city.
1: So over the last hundred years, so I guess 101 now, Yep. what are some of the more contributing factors to Upper Arlington that are notable from the historical standpoint?
0: As far as- Well, the, structures,
1: events, you know, as you're protecting the history, what are some of the things that help define Upper Arlington other well, than they're landlocked?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are landlocked. Well, there, you know, there've been notable people that came from Upper Arlington mm-hmm. and uh, some notable buildings and that kind of thing that are here. You know things like uh, well, King Thompson and Ben Thompson were the founders that actually started the development and uh, down south of Lane. Um, and yeah, things like well, the first limited store was in Upper Arlington.
1: Okay. Um, well, that's special King's around here, right? Center,
0: you know, and then we've had uh, our schools were well known for very good education here, but we've also had I forget what is 140 different state champions in different sports and. From Upper arlington high school so mm-hmm. um there's it's a great community it's a lot a good sense of oh, community, certainly a great sense of community so
1: well it's one of the communities that's uh, very notable but attractive even to outsiders that are coming in they seem to know of Upper arlington bexley worthington you know there's a few communities where they have a tendency to 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 note those particular communities because of age or the way the community has been developed Historic nature, commonly.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a great layout for the city down. Uh, you know the original idea for the city, and the location is you know it's close to downtown, it's close to Ohio State, mm-hmm. it's kind of centrally located. You can get to pretty much anywhere. It's close so to it's, JS Brown and Company, and it's very yeah, close yeah. to JS Brown and Company. So
1: yeah, so it's in our backyard. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, what else <laughs> could you ask for? So you did that a seven years. Now you're a past president there as well. Right. And uh, what's next for you?
0: Well, I'm just working on different things. We're working on a veterans plaza down in uh, Old Arlington, down at the Mallway, trying to try and up, uh, get a new veterans plaza.
1: Well, um, you and I'm, you yourself, you're a veteran. I'm a veteran. I you served in the Army back in the
0: 70s. Back in the 70s, yes. Yeah, well, thank you back for when your when service. I was really popular to be in the Army, but yes, I was back in the 70s, well, seventy three, so.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, you do the things that aren't most popular. But and then yep, noble.
0: And then we're doing new signage thing. The historical society some signage for a roundup or Arlington to for our history. So
2: yeah, the civics that you guys do around here is great. I mean, uh, there's an Easter egg hunt. We just did the golden bear scare with our little kids. They do a Halloween thing, of course, Fourth of July. So there's a lot going on here for for families to do and all yeah. the parks. I mean. Well, in the parade, yeah, Fourth yeah. of July it's parade. That's, July. A, that's always, a great parade. J.S. Brown's always
1: in the parade. Yep, the old antique truck zipping through there. It's as old as the yeah. <laughs> as old mm-hmm. as the city itself. Yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah, the parade's incredible. The whole Fourth of July, everything on the Fourth of July. Yep, and then the, the fireworks. City. It is. Yeah, the civic the association does a very nice job with that.
1: Well, good. Well, thank you for all you've done there to preser- preserve preserve. Uh, Upper Arlington and all that it is. It's a a—it's a great community. History. It sounds like whether you're president, past president, or not involved on the board at all, you're still involved in preserving the history of it's our fine. community. Got something to do. Yeah, awesome. Well, I want to shift <clears throat> gears a little bit and talk about something else that you, you kind of brought up, but uh, I know you know an awful lot about, and Neri is going to be participating in uh, an event here at the new Vets Memorial.
0: Right. Our holiday party this year to recognize all our Cody Award winners and mm-hmm. our ace award winners. Uh, we'll be at the Vets Memorial in December. Uh the New Vets Memorial, which is an incredible place. If you haven't been there, you gotta go. And uh
1: Well, I will be. I'll be at the Neri event. You'll be there, so Yeah. I'm but sure everybody else. Have you been down there yet?
2: To the New Vets? Yeah. No, I haven't had a chance to. Um We've been down there to co with the kids and seen uh-huh. kind of some of the construction. And I know they have the new uh, parking facility and all that. But, yeah, we need to make an effort to, to check it's out. It's really new, an new incredible
0: building itself. And and the stories it tells about, uh, it's about people. Cool. It's not about wars and things like mm-hmm. that inside. I mean, it's about people. Honoring the actual people. Yeah, good. tell you their stories. And, and uh, it really gives you a feel for what it was like. But they don't go into talking about specific wars or battles or any mm-hmm. that kind
1: of thing. What's the intention behind the architecture of the building?
0: That I don't know. It just is a very unique building. It's mm-hmm. uh, And we get inside. It's They take advantage of that on the inside of it. But uh, how they, they came up with that design, I really don't.
1: Yeah, I wasn't I sure I if know. it was inspired by some, um, you know, memorial element of some sort, but
0: could well have been but I'm I'm not familiar with that. I've been down yeah. there a couple two or three times now to the to the museum and
1: well I think it's you know it's really interesting because as time goes by you we lose track of the historical nature of what war was compared right. to what it is today and and what those people who they were and how they uh, committed their lives to protecting our country.
0: Well, it's it's more such an abstract concept to people that have never been part of it. And yeah. when I was in the Army, I was not part of any kind of fighting. But um, but this is a way you get to feel for what these people really went through. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and I think for our youth, uh, it's it's good for them to understand really what Vet, what veterans are because right. when my kids saw vets memorial, they thought it was a memorial for veterinarians, you know, because uh, <laughs> yeah. that's the, they that's they knew plan. as yeah. as children. And you know, right. joking aside, it's important for them to understand what freedoms we enjoy today came at great expense to others. Yeah. And, uh and this is a way to memorialize them.
0: Yeah. When. Uh... Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Well, I'm excited because Nary's, uh Neri always does a, a really nice gala at the end of the year to celebrate the contractors of the year. And like you said, that and this is a this is a big moment for companies like ours because we've this year we've submitted six projects oh. that we really feel um, have a, a chance to be recognized in our community for best of category. And there right. are 26 categories. um,
0: Well, you've certainly been recognized in the past, and I'm sure you will again this year. You
1: know, we have won a contractor of the year um, for the last 26 consecutive years. That's pretty impressive. you know, we don't want to not have that continues, but the competition's very tough. There's great contractors in our marketplace. There's very, very talented designers out there. And so we do have to be on our, our A game and give our very best. and. We, we had some just fantastic projects this last year. We're really excited to share, whether we win or not. It's just nice to share some of the things that we've been exposed to and had a chance to turn around for homeowners. Um, and, they're of course, they're always very excited, too, as oh, a absolutely. homeowner, to yeah. have their project have their entered. Down, yeah. And uh, I can tell you the worst part about not winning an award is telling your homeowner <laughs> that someone else won. So, uh, But we've, got, we've had some really, really nice projects this yeah. year that I hope you get to see a lot of. Uh, come uh, come December.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it because uh, it's it's always a great event there to see the projects.
1: And yeah, and, and the venue is just fantastic. This yeah, venue
0: mean, this year is really going to be something. It always it's is. Always I mean, something.
1: we've done things at the art museum, at CoSi, you name it. We've we've done it uh, in town. We haven't been to the Horseshoe actually. That's kind of interesting because they've got a party room up there. You'd think we'd we'd do that one of these days, but um, maybe that's coming. We still gotta got to have it. something left, right? Yeah. So, uh, a few
0: good places we haven't been, but (laughs) there's
1: a few left. Yeah. But yeah, really, really neat, um, opportunity there for us to check that out. Yeah. This is going to be very nice. So, um, I, I want to talk a little bit about your business too. So that was an interesting side of you that that is outside your business. You're the president of another company. So president or bust it seems for you, Uh, right? uh,
0: Apparently. I don't know how that happens. Yeah. Where's that come from? I don't know. I just, Somehow, you know, everybody else takes a step backwards
1: <laughs> when you're around. They're like, yeah. Uh-oh. uh oh, real leaders here, step back. <laughs> well, that's true, Sorry. Charlie. So, and you have SGO, uh, uh, Designer Glass of Columbus. And, um, when we had you on, we talked a little bit about all the things that you're doing there, right? Went into depth. And I always like to find out, you know, we're talking about great projects when Cody and all those things. And unfortunately, you really don't enter a project for a
0: Cody. No, I don't. I, could possibly sometime be in contribute to a Cody, but I, yeah. I'm not certainly, don't yeah, because you
1: provide a product that typically someone use. like myself would, would include in, in, a, in a larger scale project, right? Uh, but yeah, well, there's always that category of interior element, you know, and feature one of your things. So yeah. you've got something interesting in there, let's go for it, um, let's get that rolling. But you have some interesting projects that you've done, and I want you to tell a story about the one up in Cleo, Michigan. Because well, that's a that's a long way away yes, <laughs> to be doing work.
0: Well, the interesting part, is it's a really nice, it's the second time we did a project for them. It's a church. It's a Catholic church up there in mm-hmm. called St. Charles and Helena Church in Clio. And, and it's uh, about 250 miles away, so it's a 500-mile round trip. Well, and this is the second time we've done for, for them, and they really like what we do. Uh, this one, the unique part about this trip was that the van that we take all the glass up there in made it two hundred fifty of the five hundred miles.
1: Oops, <laughs> oh, no.
0: yeah. and then the transmission decided to go out. So,
1: so you you made it a a week
0: week long trip. So now we got right back. But uh, the guy that the architect that we were working with up there, the one that did the design, actually drove us all the way back here.
2: Oh he, really? He pushed the van all the way back for you? No, I had to have the van. <laughs>
0: Dragged back here from a uh, by someone else there, you know. Just went up and got it, and put it on a trailer, and brought it back. And then I brought it back and promptly got rid of it. So <laughs> cost it always me,
2: works out like that, huh?
0: Cost me six hundred bucks to drag it back, and I got five hundred bucks for it when I traded it in. So
1: oh, well, <laughs> cost you a hundred dollars to get rid of it, huh?
0: Yeah, it cost me a hundred bucks to get rid of it.
1: Now thing. the government doesn't refund taxes when you take a loss, do they? <laughs>
0: I suppose I could.
2: <laughs> well, that's next week.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, next that's week's next episode. Week, yeah, yeah, yeah get your pencil sharpened. So, but, yeah, it's a,
0: it's a pretty nice. It was a nice project. But yeah, it well, it would have to be to go,
1: even if you went 250 miles, it had to be a nice project. But, you typically, know, 500 yeah, we,
0: miles around trip. Typically, we just do stuff around central Ohio. Uh, we don't go too far out. Um, and we don't do that many things in churches either surprisingly but uh, so
1: why would why would a church 250 miles away use you i mean no offense but well, are, there, isn't there anybody in between
0: the church didn't hire us the architect that actually designed okay. the glass hired us well, good. he's for from dayton and he worked with us before okay. on this one
1: so you knew where to get a product
0: and he'd worked with yeah. sgos before and he couldn't find any that were up around where he was up, uh, he he's in Dayton, but he also is up in near Detroit, and uh, we couldn't find any SGOs in the area there. So he called us, and uh, we'd worked with him before, and so we will do it again. And I think he wants to do another one. So
1: uh, up in that same area, same yes, church.
0: I need yeah, same church.
1: Things must be going well. So
0: they like our stuff. A lot of windows
1: a lot of windows so i have and, a
0: van that i can get 500 miles out of before it.
1: yeah well that's something to check in on before you
0: I load up new, the truck and have another van now but
2: <laughs> i have a feeling that church is gonna have to pay an extra hundred dollars next time <laughs> 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 yeah there's might be your
1: prices have gone up huh might cost include a transmission with each fun. long distance uh delivery so let's talk about what SGO is for those that missed missed the program. We're we're not, we're going to give a condensed version of what what you do, but you can go back and listen to it. How long ago was it when you're here?
0: Oh geez, it's been a while, uh, over a year. I don't know when exactly. I
1: too long. We can't I don't remember. i written down. I so it's remember. in it, there. It's yeah, been... it's in there. So um, I think we named the show. It's the, It's a pain in the glass or something like that. <laughs> Could have been. Um, And today's is there's a stain in my glass. So that'll be today's show. But anyway, uh, tell folks what what your product is and how you use it and why they would want to use you here locally, other than just to get a good, you know, download from a historian.
0: (laughs) Our glass is actually, uh, it's, it's not true stained glass in that it's not cut glass individual pieces. We can get that for people, but we don't make that ourselves. My main product is actually comes on one piece of tempered glass, and we put colors and bevels and lead on glass to make it give the stained glass look but it's got the durability of a piece of of one piece of glass so if you uh it works perfectly for um side lights or transom windows if you just we make a piece that just fits over your existing mm-hmm. window and attaches to that and so it's it uh, doesn't have, you don't have to remove your glass, don't have to replace everything. It's more economical and we're in and out of your house in a half an hour when we're putting it in. So, uh, but we use it there for cabinet doors. We use it for side lights and transoms, mm-hmm. for room dividers, for that big window in your bathroom over the tub that you don't want to keep stepping through the tub to open and close blinds. So, we right. can give you privacy and give you some design at the same time. And we've got 300 colors and textures you can pick from, so we've got a lot of variety, and everything's custom, so we can do whatever design you want.
1: So they just contact you and give an idea, and you run with it? Do you have designers on your staff that will help develop a plan?
0: I am the designer on the staff. You're the
1: guy. Yeah. The president of design.
0: So... Uh, but yeah, we, uh, I'll work with them to come up with a design. They can bring me a design that they like and we can do it. Or if they don't have any idea at all, we can start from scratch and come up with something. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, everything's custom. So we'll make it fit their window. It can be odd shaped. Um, doesn't have to be rectangular. So, and,
1: uh, I'm curious. We've got, uh, projects (coughs) that we've, we've done, and I'm curious if, this, if your product will work in this application where there's that situation where you have the large bathtub and there's the, the window always over the tub. Right. And a lot of people are removing their bathtubs and uh, making a bigger shower. Mm-hmm. Well, it's perfect real estate to use. You know, you've got the plumbing there. you got a drain location there. You just put a big shower in there. But the problem is you have this big window and there's wood casing around it, which isn't the end of the world. We pull that off and then we tile up to it or over it but we we're kind of locking that window in. Uh-huh. Uh, if there is a window like that and we use your product, can we tile right up to your product?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: create a waterproof seal?
0: Yeah, you can do that. Um, we've done that in showers. Um, we I haven't seen it where we've had it where the water's directly hitting. It's sometimes mm-hmm. it's like a higher window or it's window where it might get splashed on, but it's like right. the water's not going to be
1: flowing on it heavily. You and know.
0: you got to just make sure you keep it clean and stuff because if you let, you might get a oxidation buildup on the lead that
1: mm-hmm.
0: is easy to get off if you get it off when it's fresh. But if it gets on there really hard, it Solidifies. can be a problem. Yeah, um, But yeah, we do that in areas that are very damp. Done it for, you know, windows in showers before.
1: Yeah, So you're, your product is a great solution as well for some of the older homes that have those leaded glass panes. Um, and you go and you find out that those true divided leaded glass panes will set you back, you know, your firstborn. Right. And uh, you can actually use a lead tape on a do, sheet of glass. Isn't that right?
0: We take, uh, yeah, people come to us. We do a lot of that these days where they have insulated units to replace their existing mm-hmm. single glazed, you know. Cut glass, glass yeah. leaded glass, and we'll put uh, a lead tape on what they call the first and fourth surfaces the outsides of of an insulated unit, so we can just do that and you can do diamond grids rectangular mm-hmm. colonials uh we have different lead sizes, so we solder it, patina it, and it looks like old lead perfect we do a lot of that,
1: I would imagine you do because in the you know we talk about Arlington in particular that historic area. I know the challenge that we run into when when it is part mm-hmm. of a historic area, they want things to be like what you had. Right. And when you're dealing with those types of windows, they're really fabulous, but they're they're terribly inefficient. Right. You know, the, the
0: original windows are. Well, and that's the advantage to this is that it's one piece of, you know, I mean, we do it on an insulated unit now, so you have the benefits of the insulated unit. But even if you just replace our glass... You know, the old glass with our glass, Mm -hmm. now it's one piece, so it doesn't have all the seams where all the air comes through. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even if you
1: did a single pane.
0: If you just want to do a single glaze in place of your existing one, it's, you know, it's one piece of tempered now.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's going to be a fraction of the cost.
0: It's, yeah, it's less expensive. Yep. Typically, now sometimes people get, well, that is usually our our uh, leaded glass now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, when you get into designs, you can get carried away too. Well, so, but yeah,
1: why not? That's, so that's fun. But typically, fun we're less
0: expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so until you get the bill, and then you're like, oh, no, I yeah. got too carried away. I got too carried away. That happens. Well, Charlie, it's been awesome having you on. It was good to have you back. And well, thank again, you I for having to cover, me. Cover some territory that way. So, if folks wanted to uh, to contact you and and find out what you're doing, either by website or Call you directly. What do they need to do?
0: Uh, website is uh, sgocolumbus.com. Uh, we're at 975 Old Henderson Road. Uh, that's it. 43220 is a zip there. And the phone number there is 614-529-8400.
1: You'll be the guy that answers.
0: I'll be the guy that answers.
1: All right. So you're the president of it all. I am, yes. of answering the phone, of designing, and of SGO.
0: Of, of everything. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Well, right. thank you.
0: Well, I thank
2: looked you. it up. Uh, you're about right, right. ten months ago. Okay.
0: It was ten. Months oh, you
1: ago. did.
2: Yeah. It, it's not a pain in the glass.
0: Ah.
1: Is, oh, it's uh, not a pain in the yeah, glass.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, that was more than a year ago.
2: We explain how stained glass isn't just for old churches anymore. So there's a little bit more about. Uh, SGO. But and, what do
1: we talk about? It is for old churches too. Well, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, can it, it, it can be. It can be. Can <laughs> be. Well, we
2: talked about it. it can be for uh, all sorts of different applications. So yeah, if you want but, to find out a little bit more specific about that, uh, it's we, in the above grade archives.
0: Yes, and we don't awesome. repair stained glass. So
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's leave
0: that to the other guys,
1: that, right? Yes. That do that. Now, Mr. Google. Yes, sir. Uh, question for you were, you, were you did you find anything out about uh, crowning or the crown coat I, or whatever I that is.
2: Um, so I, I found a chimney saver is a, a crown coat uh, product, like a paint, but they do not say there is a uh, We do not sell directly to um, uh, the general public or distributors because of a couple reasons. It says a it is toxic, ah. and b uh, it can it can expose you to chemicals including quartz. But also they're concerned that if a uh, someone who is not a professional tries to apply it they'll apply it on incorrectly which could in fact cause more damage and more of those chemicals to uh you know seep into your home. There so. he is. He's like Snoops. You got he's it. He's our little super sleuth. You
0: got it. So you, yeah. you did so all I guess that. This is legit. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's what I mean folks, this is why you listen to this program. We might it's not know the answer right away, but we will by the end of the show <laughs> we have our we'll Snoops Google chief it. on it yeah. and he is he's digging it up.
2: So yeah, so if anybody knows uh, anywhere where I can get my crown coat repainted for less than five hundred dollars, you know where to find me.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Send us a a uh, send us an email. You can do that by going to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com dot com and send us uh, all your tips for us. We're we're open for tips too. And bargains. So, <laughs> and bargains. Yeah, that's you know you know who that is that we're talking about. <laughs> my goodness. All right. Well, folks, it's been awesome Uh, as usual. Charlie, great to have you here. We'd love to have you back. Thank you. I -hmm. appreciate coming back. Great. Thanks for all your hard work and investigative work. It's been wonderful Mm -hmm. uh, contributing to another wonderful uh, edition of Above Grade. And, folks, be sure to keep on listening. If you want to tune in, uh, we're going to do this every week, release a new one of these programs. So be sure to keep checking back. We'll have updates for you. And if you've got time, listen to our archive. We've got a bunch of shows sitting back there with some really good subject matter in them. It's all relevant even today. So check it out. You can do that by going to iTunes or you can go to jsbrowncompany.com and check it out or go to your favorite podcasting app. After you listen, be sure to rate and review us. We always love to hear what you're thinking about us. Until next week, though, this is Bryce Jacob with JS Brown & Company wishing you a great week to build from.
2: Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.